To be honest, I'd rather celebrate with a mariachi band and burgers down the front at Frank's Cafe. What? You'd prefer that over a marquee in my beautiful grounds with caterers and a four-piece string quartet? Glanner, really? Penelope Pasco tapped her freshly manicured nails on the handset. Yes, really, Mum. Well, you're only forty once, dear, that's all I'm saying. And the Penhaligans at Crowsbridge Hall are expecting to attend a big event. Good to know that your posh neighbours are on the guest list for my party. Thanks for that. Glana Pasco blew out an exaggerated breath, then, checking herself in the hall mirror, ran her hands through her expensively highlighted blonde crop and wiped a smudge of mascara from her eyelid. Penelope Pasco tutted down the line. Then she said wistfully, It would be lovely to have you back home for your birthday. Plus, if the predicted Indian summer bestows itself upon us, the pool should still be warm too. Glanna didn't allow the familiar manipulation to get to her. My home is here in Hartmouth, not at Riversway with you, Mum. She glanced at her watch. I've got to go. I'm meeting someone at six. Oh, a date, Penny asked excitedly. I always hoped that when you hit the big four-zero, you'd grow up, find love and have a family and live happily ever after. Bingo, all your dreams coming true, just like that. Glana couldn't help but smile through her sarcasm. I can see it now. Middle-class utopia. She became staccato in her delivery. Two children, a boy and a girl, of course, mindless chef deliveries four times a week, and a couple pretending that monogamy is what they both want and should abide to. Her mother sniffed. You're a stroppy madam today, aren't you? You've wound me up, that's why. Anyway, I don't think even you can class my very married therapist as a date. Glana pushed her chunky brown tortoise-shell glasses back onto the bridge of her prominent nose. And how many times do I have to tell you that I'm happy as I am? Well, I bet that shrink of yours will tell you the same as me. Nobody can be happy single, darling. We all need somebody, says the woman who's exhausted every dating app in Cornwall. Exactly. I'm not denying that I'm sick of rattling around this mansion with a sex drive that's off the scale for a woman of my age. Glanna grimaced. Anyway, I have Banksy. Far less trouble than any partner. The sleeping black whippet let out a little snore from his kitchen-based basket, as if acknowledging his important role. You'll be a sad, lonely old spinster at this rate. Penelope Pasco muttered. Then more loudly, Not everyone will hurt you like Oliver did, you know. Mother, enough. I've got to go. I was thinking maybe you could pop over to Riversway for dinner this Saturday, if you fancy it, the indomitable woman continued. I can't, sorry. I'm taking photos at Cara Moon's wedding. Oh! That's the ferryman's daughter, isn't it? 
I do hope they're paying you enough. The woman didn't stop to take a breath, or to give time for Glanna to admit that she was doing it in exchange for two months' worth of fresh flower displays for the reception desk of the Hartmouth Gallery, her much-loved business, where she exhibited and sold not only the works of some well-known local artists, but also various pieces of her own. And darling, Penelope went on, if you hear from your father, I want to talk to him. He hasn't been in touch for over a week, and that's so not like him. Okay, I'll tell him. Goodbye. Desperate to finish the call, Glanna began fidgeting. But Penelope Pascoe always had to have the last word. Think about a nice grown-up party, please, darling. For all our sakes, she trilled and hung up.